now. Hello, fellow Mandarin enthusiasts, and welcome to the Beyond the Spiral 2021 Fall Split Player Profile and Projections special episode, never done it before, presented by Dull Circle Media and sponsored by King's Isle Entertainment and Gamago Group. Now, I am your rotating guest host. I'm also solo hosting this week, Michael Firehammer. Some of you may know me as Drop the Mic or the guy who finished in 16th place of 2015's Christmas Clash Tournament, but we've all clearly moved on from that. Now, what I mean by rotating guest host, obviously I am not here with Ryan or Binary Conjurer or the Tech Man or the Tech Boy, but we will obviously record the podcast in his absence. He's completely fine, just a bit busy right now. A lot of us are actually really busy, and unfortunately I'm only going to be guest hosting this one episode and missing out on the entire fall split or might be here for the very last weekend of playoffs we'll see but each week we'll have a new unique guest host covering the podcast recapping the games doing all that fun jazz ryan hopefully will be back here i would say sometime in the middle of september hopefully fingers crossed no guarantees here obviously but the beyond the spiral podcast is back for the fall split and it'll be airing every Wednesday around 6 p.m. Eastern. It'll be on all pa- podcast platforms. There we go. And no video version yet. Sorry, YouTube fans. Hopefully in spring. Fingers crossed, obviously. But we're glad to bring back the podcast, even though it's going to be a little bit wonky at the beginning. But we'll see what happens, especially with me being a solo host this week anyways before we get into the fun fall split craziness that usually is especially with a whole bunch of new world changes and a lot of new faces we're gonna do a quick little ad read quote unquote first one i've ever done here on really any dull circle media entity but this split, Dull Circle Media, has partnered with San Antonio's Metropolitan Health District to spread awareness about COVID-19 through messaging on our broadcast, website, and social media. Now, everyone has a part to play, and we need your help to slow the spread. You ne- Please wear a mask, wash your hands, practice social distancing when possible, and receive a COVID-19 vaccine. Do it for yourself. Do it for your loved ones. Do it for your community. And for support and resources related to COVID-19, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. There we go. Now, the fall split begins this Friday, September 3rd, at a special time of 5.30 p.m. Central, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. And instead of the usual two games on a Friday night, we're going to do a full five-game slate, not just Friday, but for four whole days, including Monday, which is Labor Day in the United States, a U.S. holiday, a U.S. national holiday. So 5.30 p.m. Central, 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Friday, and then the usual 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central over the holiday weekend itself everybody will be playing a game a day the usual stuff 
the big thing here is that we're doing two whole weeks of the tournament in four days. So a lot can happen in those two weeks. Some players might have a crazy 4-0 start to the split, really good head start. And some people may fall behind and be 0-4 and be in a pretty decent hole to start off the year. Well, not the year, but you know what I mean. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here. I'm really excited because we have a lot in store in terms of the broadcast. But nothing has really changed. There's been a few rulebook changes. We're still working on a few more things. If you want to read up on that, uh, visit dullcircle.com rulebook. You can have all of your information there. 20 full pages, I believe, of fun tidbits and procedures now the prizes have been really really good for the past few uh, split seasons whatever we're going to call it here and they're still good with fall as well first place gets a whopping 75,000 crowns a well 70,000 crowns plus 5,000 crowns from the blacksmith blacksmith's fjord bundle geez having a tough day today um, we're going to have that bundle there. The brand new Great Sky Train Gauntlet, Robbery Gauntlet, really fun gauntlet as well. And for this year, we've already done it with spring, we're going to do it with fall as well. Uh, first and second place will receive a Charmer's Mystical Flute. Yes, the flute wands that everybody cares about. But these are special codes where you can redeem whatever school you want, so... Very, very fun, very, very rare, and we hope that you guys enjoy that. And second place, instead of 70,000 crowns, it's 35,000 crowns, same prizes. Third place, we go down from 35,000 crowns to 20,000 crowns, plus the pet trainer bundle, which is really, really good as well. And that comes with 5,000 crowns. You also get a Doomsday Croc Gauntlet from 2020. Fun gauntlet, and I'm really excited to see who wins that because we haven't really had that many of those in dual circle tournaments. And then a Bow Frog Pet, fun little frog. Fourth place goes down to 10,000 crowns, and they still get the same prizes as third place except for the Croc Gauntlet. Fifth and sixth go down to 10,000 crowns. They get the, I want to say from last month, the permanent Wizard City wheels mount. Very cool skateboard mount. Love that. And you get the Bowfrog pet, like I said before. And all participants, regardless, will get a Mega Snack Pack and a Blue Raptor wand, 7th through 10th, a.k.a. the people who don't make playoffs get 5,000 crowns. So that's always nice to see. Now, the Player of the Week award, that's returning as well, but because we're playing two full weeks of games beginning on Friday and ending on Labor Day Monday, instead of giving 1,000 crowns for two weeks, we can't do that. 2,500 crowns, oh, that'd be nice, but no, we're going to go with 5,000 crowns for the Super Week because you're playing four games in four days. It's going to be a really fun week. So we want to bump up the prizes there. So 5,000 crowns for player of the week. And then each week after goes back to the standard 1,000 crowns. Really, really nice prizes. Like I said, all of it's sponsored by Kings Island Game Ago. 
and shout out to our mander loving <laughs> community manager we call him manderson internally but matthew anderson so i've talked a lot about prizes and the schedules and all that fun stuff broadcast we will announce that hopefully over the next two days obviously the tournament starts literally on friday but we're still working out a few more kinks because we have a bit of a lack of ryan obviously but we will be okay and to start off the discussion of the player profiles and projections we first need to know who is participating in this tournament so we have four balances which is really crazy because we've never had four balances in the new format a few of them are returning players and a few of them are brand new we have two fires which it's about usual one life we haven't had a life since i believe fall of last year and then three deaths which we've never had three deaths all at once so i'm actually no i'm wrong because we had some last minute changes two deaths and then one storm which is gonna be very interesting to see how that turns out but our returning finalist thomas hart as a balance he's back he's won three straight He's going for the four-peat. Very excited to see what happens there. And he's remaining on balance. And then Stefan, who was a runner-up with his fire, he's returning, but on a death. And we haven't seen him on a death in, I believe, two splits. I, I'm pretty sure he was in summer of 2020 on his death. I know he's been in the old format with his death many times. So very, very interesting to see what happens there as well. Now, your other participants, we have Emma, who was 6-12 and 12 last split in spring and playing on a myth, Emma Frogheart. She is going to be playing as a balance this split. Probably going to be a very fun 18 games for Emma there on a balance. We have another returner, Blaine Strongwraith. Same fire, same everything as before. He was 14-4 and four last split, and his postseason run was 3-5 and five with a third-place finish. Very, very nice indeed. And then, obviously, we have the rest of our new players here. We're going to start off here with Fiona Starr, a balance 140 current rank as a veteran so a little bit of normal pvp experience we'll see how that translate into translates into this tournament um has played about 10 to 39 games in the fourth age so we'll see how that adapts to here but i wouldn't be too negative here since it is a balance and balances typically do well we have another balance, Talon, also a veteran, has played a bit more than Fiona, not that much more, only 40 to 74 games, but same sentiment there, probably going to be one of the front runners since balance is a very nice goal. The other fire, Daniel Head, a warlord, has played 750 plus games, he knows what he's doing, we haven't seen him in this tournament, but 
with that experience, you can probably assume that things will go well. Now, we have a storm. I don't believe we've ever had a storm officially in this version of the tournament, but it's a private slash unranked storm, maybe about 10 to 39 games played. And we will see how that goes. I'm not sure because we've never had a storm compete in the new format. So it's a little bit better because you can't just play one game and instantly lose. You have a chance, but very, very excited to see what happens there because it's going to be completely new and a learning experience for everyone. We have Blaze, a 140 life warlord, played about 150 to 249 games. Haven't had a life since the, I believe the fall split, like I said. Might have been spring, not, well, yeah, it might have been spring. Not fully certain on that. Excited to see what happens there because the last life we had was more of a defensive life. Didn't really go aggro and would probably end games around the 40-minute mark, similar to what Thomas's strategy is of stalling out the games and going for one giant hit at the very end. So we'll see how that goes. And then our other death, that's not Stefan Shadow, Kane Shadowwraith, he is 140, a private slash unranked, played about 750 games. So I'm assuming he's played the games on another character. He might... Or he might just be a private who's played 750 games. We'll see how that goes. But um, I'm really interested to see what happens there because he has the experience, obviously. And experience is very, very important in the tournament. So to start off these player profiles and projections... We have these lines given to us by our wonderful stats team, a.k.a. Ryan, of school estimates and then personal estimates. So for the school of balance, we project that most balances would typically, typically win about 11 games. The official line is at 10.5 games. I would probably take the over, given that Thomas can... If, he, if Thomas does his usual strategy, which I'm not surprised if he does, he could probably win the regular season again and take a deep tournament run into the postseason. So I would say at least 10.5 wins for balances. I don't really know what Fiona and Talon will do. Emma had some bad luck last split. Maybe can turn that around to split. New school, so that's always a big boost there. But 10.5 wins is probably feasible for these balances to go over. So for the fires, the... Line is at 11.5. Both of them seem to be knowing what they're doing since they're Warlords with about 250 games or more played. So I would probably go with the over on that too. Very excited to see what they do. 
Garrett as a storm. He's the only storm. We technically don't have a line written for storms, but I would probably put the estimate in the exact middle, nine and a half games. And if I'm being honest, I'm going to go with the under. Hopefully he can go nine and nine and maybe get into the playoffs, but I'm very cautiously optimistic about Storm just because they're already at a disadvantage. Life, their line is at 10.5 games. I would probably go with the over just because it's a life. Typically, lives do somewhat well in this tournament. I wouldn't be surprised if Blaze does a similar... Not necessarily a turtling strat, but a bit of a slower pace strategy to where he's focusing on healing a bit, but also getting in his blades similar to Thomas. And then our deaths, the other final school here, their line is also at 10.5. Stefan's one of the deaths playing. The other one has played 750 games. I would probably take the over on that just because they have the experience death even though they haven't done too well in the past few splits i would say that they probably will do fine stefan knows what he's doing kane has the experience so i would go with the over there individual lines now these lines are not necessarily official they're more so just based on stats and other metrics we have here and if a few players that are listening to this podcast don't like what i say at least i'm the only solo guest host here so you can blame me but i obviously don't have anything vested in this tournament so opinions are my own we'll see how this goes so Emma as a balance based on her past stats of six and twelve. Her line is at eight and a half. I would probably take the over given that she's a balance just because like I said, balances typically can do very well in this tournament. They have the resources to obviously win it all. If Thomas can do it, um, I wouldn't be surprised if anyone else ends up having a really good run this fall split. I would go with the over on the eight and a half. Very, very excited to see what Emma does. Good luck. Fiona Star. We don't have any other information other than she's a veteran with a 10 to 40 game record. Well, not a record, but games played. The line is also eight and a half. I would probably take the over as well i need to see exactly the play styles and stuff since i don't really have any other information than rank and total games i can't make a full guesstimate but i'm sure you could win at least nine games and go an even 500 record nine and nine so i'm confident fiona can at least do that talon is same line eight and a half same exact reasoning other than the fact that Talon has played a little bit more games than Fiona but I'm confident that Talon can win at least nine 
Now, Thomas, his line is obviously not eight and a half. His line is 12 and a half. I'm clearly taking the over. He knows what he's doing as a balance. I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if he runs it back with the exact same strategy, although it might bite him in the end because people are catching on to what he's doing and they can counter it a bit. So I'm a little cautiously optimistic on that point, but I have faith in Thomas that he can at least win 13 games. Not impossible. His record last split was 15-3. and He's done historically very well on balance over the past four splits. I don't believe he's ever had a 13-5 record ever. I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, stats people yell at me later. But Thomas clearly can do well, and I would go on the over with the 12.5 line. And if Thomas doesn't win more than... 13 games I would probably say that's a bit of a disappointment in my eyes just because he has everything to lose he's won three times in a row he's done good he has basically what you would call a dual circle hall of fame record even though we don't have a hall of fame maybe in the future who knows but I'm confident in that and I'm confident in what he will accomplish next off we have blaine former participant he was 14 and 4 in spring three and five postseason he's done well and his line is at 10 and a half i'm gonna take the over he can probably take at least 11 games would not be surprised Fire has also done pretty well. Surprisingly, since we don't have a myth in this tournament, I would assume Balance and Fire are going to be towards the top of the leaderboards at the end of the regular season. So given that he's a warlord, he's played at least 250 games, he has the experience, he has a lot of knowledge on the tournament meta, quote-unquote, he can win at least 11 games. And I would clearly take the over there at ten and a half. I would assume he would go and probably take a shot at Thomas and see if he can win himself. So very, very excited to see Blaine. Daniel Head, new competitor, Warlord, 750 games played. One of the probably only newcomers with that many games played. I would, I believe the line's at nine and a half. I would take the over there. I think he can win 10 games. Same reasoning as Blaine, except he's obviously a newcomer, but if he's played that many games, he can adapt well. He can get a good read on the meta. So, very interested, very interested to see what happens with Daniel there, so... We'll take the over. Now, Garrett, we don't have a line for him because he's a last-minute replacement. I'm going to make a line. I'm going to put his line right there. I I think we already set a line at, like, 8.5, so we'll go with 8.5 there. Or it might have been 9.5. I'm going to go with the under on 9.5. I'm going to assume he would probably go 8 and 10 or something like that. 
I don't know how Storm will go. May surprise me if you end up going well. I'd like to be surprised. But 10 to 39 games played, private unranked Storm, and given how Storm is at a disadvantage compared to the other schools, I would probably be safe to say the under is a decent idea. But you have everything to prove. If you can do it, awesome. Blaze the life, his line will be right there at nine and a half. I'm gonna go with the over. I think I already said that, but I'll go with the over. Life's do well. Very interested to see if he's gonna be a defensive life or a bit of an aggro life. If he's defensive, I'm very confident that he'll be winning at least 10 games he's a bit more aggro and doesn't focus more on healing i'd be a little bit cautiously cautiously optimistic but i think he will do fine he's a warlord he's played a lot of games not the 750 that everyone else has but he's played a bit he should be able to go through without a problem so we'll see how that goes kane the death Private slash unranked, we don't know exactly if he has his 750 games played on another character, but his line's 9.5. I would say he's going to probably surpass that. <laughs> I've taken the over for like a lot of people, but uh, 10, 10 wins is probably reasonable, at least. You know, nine and a half is the line, so I'd be confident he's got experience somehow, but not in this tournament, so I'm I think death will do fine. Obviously, even though I've taken the over on a lot of people and someone's gonna end up being last. Um, he could probably take on these veterans that are a bit new, so we'll see how that goes. And then Stefan Shadow, he's playing on death, so it's a little bit different, but his last split I have here is 12-6, and six, and then a 7-6 and six postseason. He didn't do that well in the regular season, but he shined, as always, in the postseason, so his line's 11.5, we're taking the over. I'm, I'm not shocked if he ends up having a bit of a slow start, but... I think he will be able to win 12 games or more. It's a death, so I can't compare the stats exactly the same, but I would not be surprised to see a very close, like 11 or 12 around that line. So we'll see how it goes. Stefan, you also got everything to kind of fight for because you've lost a bit of tournaments lately so we'll see we'll see how that goes but that right there is the fall split player profiles and projections really excited to see what happens here and we hope to see you this friday at 5 30 p.m central 6 30 p.m eastern whoever's streaming the <laughs> tournament on friday i'll will obviously announce it on social and all the places you you usually hear from Dual Circle Media, but before I go, 
we have a bit of announcement, uh, a bit of an announcement. Jeez, I'm having a tough time being alone. Um, tomorrow, we're going to do a special post, I believe, at 12 noon central, or might be 11 central, 12 eastern. But there's going to be some contests coming out, and these are going to be some fun ones, and I can give you some details ahead of time. But it's all in celebration of Wiz's 13th birthday, which is this Thursday, September 2nd. And we are very excited to be doing another contest for the community. Obviously, you guys liked the last one with the Mandertopia fun. But this one's going to be a bit more, I would say, easier, simpler something that wouldn't take you a bit more time and if I can pull the prizes here didn't have this pulled up but you know we do things on the fly here at Dull Circle Media we're gonna be giving out um, I believe a total of 30 ish thousand crowns as a prize pull for this and a lot of the prizes are cat themed, so if you're interested in the infamous cat ears hairstyles, we got a few of those to give out. We have the new Fire Kitten Pet and the Moonblade Moonblade Pantera Mount, as well as some Decaversary Horde Packs. So be on the lookout for that. Two separate contests. Lot of fun little tidbits and historical knowledge in these contests that's your little hint and we hope that you guys participate and I believe just now King's Owl announced their own uh, special prize code so check out the King's Owl Twitter and website for their own festivities and codes and we'll see you later <laughs>